0: I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I didn't know what I was walking myself into. But I got on stage for the first time to do stand up comedy. And that was for me to basically release anger. And hurt for all the years that I was teased, bullied about my vitiligo and everything else because I used comedy as therapy. I used that to basically catapult myself to the position that I'm in. In 2012 as my comedy career started sky-rising, something happened. Dramatically. I lost my uncle. I lost my uncle, Anthony, April 24th, 2012. And that really hit me hard, because I talked to my uncle three weeks prior to his passing, Easter Sunday. And they... Him and my uncle had just buried my cousin down in Louisiana. And I remember getting that phone call from my cousin. Because I thought it was one of my close friends living out in California at the time. And I had went out that night before. Well, that night, going into that morning. And I was hungover. I was drunk. It was 6 a.m. I remember. I remember being in my mom's basement and I fell asleep. And I looked over at the phone and I was like what matter that was my homeboy You know, maybe gonna tell me some story about some chick he met up with whatsoever And you know, I turned over and went to sleep The phone rang again and It was my cousin who told me that my uncle died That started a spiral of nothing but drama because later on that summer I don't know who this chick is, I don't know who's responsible for it, but some chick named Jessica Lambert was going around Wichita basically asking dudes, and chicks for dick pics and shit? And she hit me up on June 20th of 2012. I was working for DirecTV and I was on my way to Park City going to that Walmart. Actually wasn't even a Park City, I think it was Valley Center to be the exact. with my homeboy Britt and we were on our way up there and she sent me the friend request I accepted the friend request didn't know that the girl or whoever hacked my Facebook so ever since then that day people accused me of being a goldfish, a catfish and at that time I didn't have a computer, I didn't have internet at home, the only way I could get on the internet was through my phone, and everybody knows that these catfishes are known as bots, and bots are not created through phones, bots are created through computer, it's all in there, you have to make a bot to make a a catfish, and people are sending me death threats, threatening my family. Hell, I even ran the SD Trill, one of the pro- big producers down in Wichita, and he used to sit there and say, oh, I only shake hands with fuck niggas. DJ Mack wanted to battle me in the roast battle, and that roast battle was fucking one-sided, because nobody would let me do my shit. It was one-sided. But little do that damage knows that day of that roast, Back in August 2012, I had to go see my grandfather here in Kansas City, in Lenexa. My grandfather recently broke his hip. My grandfather had been suffering from pancreatic cancer. And I saw my grandfather. And my grandfather couldn't speak. And I can... Read his lips saying I wanted to go home. I mean he was ready to go. And I went in and did that roast. And when I left that day, I was on a mission. Yeah, with a hostile fucking crowd. It was one fucking sighted. But I almost wanted to commit suicide because of that and a lot of people don't know how much harm that has done to my comedy career and to this day it has done harm so moving forward we're gonna move into 2017 i had basically just started working with the movement sold out shows and everything else too and i had just got done talking this chick who was basically playing me for money and everything else too so I was hurt by that shit too after helping her with her bills and everything else she played me so I was done with it two months later at a birthday party thrown by my boy Tom Cruise the Moulin Rouge party at Steel Bar March 3rd 2017 I met this beautiful woman by the name of Danielle DeAndre. Now, there was a chick that was trying to talk to me. And, you know, it wasn't really my type. Come to find out, the chick had a husband and several kids. So, you know, that right there threw me off right there. And Danielle came up to me and asked me if I was going to watch her scene. And when I first saw her, I was like, my gosh, she's fucking beautiful. I mean, technically, when you know I'm a black guy, I do date white women. When you see a beautiful goddess like that, you're like, Oh, hell yeah, I'm I'm coming with you. And I went. And ever since that day, we were like two peas in a pod. I started to get to know Dan, Dan Very well. Got to meet her mom, met her dad, met her son. Met her brother, met her sister, eventually. I got to know Danielle very much, and you know, I started to help Danielle with her career. Then comes October of that year, and that right there threw me on a spiral, also, is because Wichita, Kansas, and this entertainment scene labeled Danielle as a gold digger, a hoe, and all this other shit. And yeah. She went off with another dude, another notorious player, who basically told her he can do whatever he, no, he can do this and do that for her career. And that shit hurt me even more is because I fell in love with this girl. I fell in love with somebody that I can relate to. I fell in love with somebody who understands me as I understand them. You know, we have gone back and forth on this, but at that time, and going back to the past and everything else too, my mental health was not right. And it does happen when you have traumatic, dramatic events happen to you. Eventually, I ended up leaving Wichita, and I came home to Kansas City, where my family's at. You know, I met, no, reunited with my dad. I got to know my dad's family. I got to know my grandmother. I only have one living grandparent. I got to see my aunt Raylene, and I haven't seen my aunt since I was four. All the birthday cards and everything else. I met my uncle Steve. Met his wife. Met his family. You know got to meet my cousins on the other side, and then of course, you know, I got my mom's side of the family, of course, i always have my mom's side of the family, but ever since 2012, people have given me that bad fucking rep, for no fucking reason, and that shit fucked with my goddamn head. 2017 really fucked with my head is because I really cared about Danielle and I still do to this day and a lot of people don't notice but Danielle is here in Kansas City I had no idea that she was here I understand her situation why she came up here her parents live here her sister lives here and she needed to get out of Wichita so the other day, I posted a collage of all the pictures that we're taking. It's because she has a special place in my heart, and a lot of people don't understand the type of bond that me and Danielle have. It's because me and Danielle have been friends since 2012 before we even met each other in person. We were talking on Facebook, you know. And the thing about her that I have never found in any other woman before is that I can relate to her. There's a relatability between a man and a woman. And this is how relationships stay together. This is how friendships turn into long-standing relationships. And yes, I still care about this girl. I really do. That's why I'm willing to help her with what I'm doing now. But I had to basically check my mental health and last year, last year with this pandemic, the racial issues, social injustice and everything else, I had to seek therapy and I did $1,300 for five therapy sessions just to figure out what the hell is going on inside this genius mind of mine. And I talked about it on how that year 2012 and 2017 really affected me. I've even told Danielle how 2017 really affected me and and the years gone by, how that affected me. And it hurt, it really did. But when I found out in February that she was here while I was down in Wichita, cause I thought she was still there. My mom just had recently had a heart attack like 10 days before I found out. This is before my birthday. So it was a birthday present in disguise, shocking, but it was a good thing that she's here. And now that she's here, I'm getting ready for this nationwide major tour. I wasn't gonna leave her behind and I want people to understand something. Me and her dated Just to know where we can stand at with one another. This girl never asked me for money. Only time she asked me for money is to don't pay her when she performs. Or let's say she was running somewhere and she didn't have any gas money. I would give her gas money. You know why? It's because it's the right thing to do. It's better to give than to receive people. But she never asked me to pay her bills or, you know, take her on shopping sprees or take her to trips to Las Vegas and shit like the last chick did. And there's a big difference. That chick's still mad. The fact that i am not willing to help her because i met somebody else i met somebody who's up to my speed i met somebody that understands me and i met somebody who wants to grow in life period with or without me that's what i needed i needed her and my therapist told me that he said you need to make amends let shit go let it go the, all the hurt and the anger go and I do blame the city of Wichita and its entertainment scene especially those that are in my circle for basically keeping quiet y'all knew that DJ you-know-who wasn't no good Y'all knew that he didn't have the connects whatsoever, but yet y'all made fucking excuses. The motherfucker tried to kill me three damn times, over her. She had no idea. My best friend, the MC Lace, has no respect for her. It's because of that, because I'm his best friend, I'm his brother. And my best friend told her the truth. This motherfucker told him, that he was going to do harm to me because of her. Hell, this motherfucker told a homeboy of mine by the name of Antonio Pinchback that Danielle was nothing to him but a hoe. That's how he treats women. He's a user. And here I am a good man. I got both my parents great values and everything else Who and I have a dream and I have a purpose in life. Number one, I'll never put my hands on a woman. Number two, I'll never cheat on a woman. Just play like this. I don't need to be a player. I had my fun when I was 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. But once you get ready to hit 25, and you approach 30, you see life differently. Life changes. I lost my uncle and my grandfather before I even hit 30. I lost my grandmother when I was 13. And my grandmother is the one who predicted the path that I am on right now. It was a premonition. So right now, what I'm doing right now is the premonition. I am walking God's path. And God's plan. That was laid out by him. That was given to my grandmother. That was written down for me. And what I told everybody is this. After the first Most Hated show. Matter of fact, before the first most hated show, I told everybody if I ever take my talents elsewhere, I was taking the white girl with me just because she's that damn talent. But I have said things to her. I have called her a bitch before. I have said numerous things that could hurt somebody. And I apologize. I apologized many times and I still apologize to this day, I pay for that. I'm a real man, I will admit my faults. And that's because my mental wasn't right, it's because of how many women have done me dirty in the past. Now she's told me her reasons why she did what she did. And I forgive her for that, but I also told her this also, before I left. What can go wrong, will go wrong. And it did go wrong. She wasn't getting the gigs that she rightfully deserves. She wasn't getting paid like she rightfully deserves. Basically what this dude did was basically promote himself. He wasn't really promoting her. You listen to her latest music on Spotify, you can hear he's all over the damn track. Before for her, basically he should have knighted her. All up in the video, dancing in the video, producing all the video. You know, you know that damn rap. But one thing that I did tell her, is I made a promise four years ago. That if she sticks with me, I'll make sure that she'll get everything that she wants, and then some. Not just professionally, but personally. Because I feel what this woman is saying, and I and I and I see. What she wants. Let's see where she can go. So, yeah, I have enlisted some people to look at her music. She is dope. She's a dope, talented artist. But I also told her, as long as she sticks with him, I'm going to help somebody else. And I did help somebody else progress. My bro, Nick Gibbs. My bro, Nick Gibbs, called me on February 22nd, 2020. Days before everything got shut down. And Nick Gibbs told me what he wanted. And what he needed. And I told him straight up. The same thing I told Danielle. If you remain humble. You continue to work hard. You put out good music and you invest in yourself. I will endorse you. This young man. Has been on tour with King Geiso a strange music. He has done songs with C Slim, C Lim, who will be at Petty's Fest. And now, as of yesterday, he's engaged to a very beautiful woman. And this brother is still progressing and he's still growing because he wants it bad. He wants this bad, his latest album is named Mag. After his son, Micah Aaron Gibbs. He loves his son. This is his motivation, it's for his son, it's for his fiance, it's for his brother, it's for his family, it's for himself. And sometimes we gotta check our mental because it can be overwhelming. And for me, with the Petty Murphy Project, most hated, the I Hate It Here tour, Petty Fest coming up in October. Movies getting ready to come out. Uh, start to be developed. I had to check my mental. Because it can be overwhelming. And you know, I get upset. And you know, May 15th was Danielle's birthday. And we ran long at the first night of Most Hated Unfinished business. We Ran Long. To where she only could perform one song. And yes, she was pissed. Rightfully so which made me mad because I get angry because I get blamed for things that are out of my control but I took that L. I I still have to make this up to her September 25th she gets to perform and open up her twist in Des Moines, Iowa August twenty, she gets to go to Houston just to open up for Luke Bryan. And that's all because I network very well. And a lot of people don't know this, but in 2023, I'm getting ready to retire from performing on stage. Born into my new role. I'm transitioning to something that I want More. I want to take control of my own career. And I've been in the control of my own career. But there's other people that want to. leech on to what I'm doing. Or better yet leech off. And people want to say that Danielle's that person. But Danielle's not that person. Because. I know her. I got to know her. Outside of this profession. She's a very caring, charismatic, good-hearted person, and I fell in love with this girl. And I've dated three chicks ever since 2017 and even since I left, but I could not fully give my heart to these women because these women don't relate to what my purpose is. And then one of those girls was a ex-girlfriend. This is an ex-girlfriend who was a childhood friend. That had a crush on in high school. But my heart was always with Danielle. And I knew, and I prayed to God, every day, up until that day in February. That she would finally come to her senses. And move here. So she can get her career. And her life started. Now. I just want to tell people that Wichita, Kansas is not a bad place to live. It's just some bad fucking apples that live there. The bad apples are the reason why people leave. The vibe is why people leave the hate amongst this entertainment community is why people leave. It's because when they feel that you're more talented than them they hate. They try to block you. They try to stop you. People knew down there that if I did leave which I eventually did I was going to take Danielle with me because they knew the more successful I become she becomes successful and that was the plan all along the plan all along was to help the movement grow help them get their music out there but what a lot of people don't know is this when you're dating somebody and you know all their situation with a kid living with their parents don't want to be in their parents home want to grow and basically achieve their dream when you understand that because You were going through it. You're staying with your moms. You got two younger sisters. And you're dealing with everything that's around you. And you find somebody that relates to you. That's when you know that your purpose in life. Is to basically come up with a plan. To not only help yourself. But help that person you care and love so much and find that exit strategy in order to achieve your goal. Almost three years later, I'm almost finished. I have everything that I want that this entertainment game has given me. I have it all. I was just missing one thing. I was missing her is because she always kept me in line you know she always kept me in check when I felt like I was going to get angry she would tell me to breathe and I would listen when she told me everything's going to be alright just breathe talk to somebody, talk to me, talk to your pops talk to your moms I listened and now that she's here I don't want to lose her again So I know for a fact what's going to happen once everything is done. She gets what she wants because I already got what I want. People are going to say Ah, she rode Petty's coattails. But she didn't, yo. That's what I'm trying to get to, y'all heads. She's not a bad person. She's not a hoe. She is not what people claim that she is but I can't change the opinions of those who don't believe. I can only go by my opinion and my opinion matters and here's my opinion of Danielle DeAnda. Danielle DeAnda is the most charismatic beautiful woman I have ever met in my entire life. Would I like to know try to work things out again like it was when we first started talking and dating? damn right I would but there's things that I have to do personally to make sure that nothing like what happened in 2017 and moving coming up forward now never happens again and the way that I have to do it is to check my mental health I cannot yell at her I CANNOT lash at her, I CANNOT say the things that I said to her, I CANNOT call her a bitch, I CANNOT do all that shit, and I CANNOT take away opportunities that she rightfully deserves. Why is that? It's because two wrongs do not make a right. It's basically like this. I'm in love with this woman, I've been in love with this woman, I want to... I want to see where this can go. And I don't want nobody in my business whatsoever telling me anything different. Because I don't get anybody else's business. Whatever you got go on personally, that don't mean shit to me. As long as it don't affect me, I can give a rat's ass. But one thing that I will say is this. It's easy to judge a person when you don't know them. And some of y'all don't know this girl. I take back this woman as well as I do. Nobody knows the verbal and physical abuse she has gone through with men. I am I am guilty of the verbal abuse and I apologize for that because I'm not an abusive person. I have been hurt. So, I should have known better to check my ego at the door when it comes to her. It's because she's sensitive and she's not just a woman, she's a sensitive person. Whether, you know, you gotta check your ego at the door sometimes, kid. But what I want to tell people is that I'm glad I have her because I talk to her every single day. And I, you know, check up on her, I say good morning. I check up on her, she says, good morning to me. She says, how are you doing? I say, I'm doing great. You know, blah, blah, blah. But I do care about this girl. And I wanna help this girl grow into the star that she was destined to become. And it takes teamwork. But also too, you gotta think, know, the back of your mind, all the dramatic things that have happened to you in your life. I know what's happened to me and I gotta check my ego at the door when it comes to helping her and I'm going to help this woman achieve her goals that's why I want people to understand she is about as talented as anybody in the world all she needs is an opportunity And I'm going to help provide that opportunity with or without your fucking help. It doesn't matter to me anymore. But I do want her to know, if she's listening, it's you and me against the world. It's always been that way, and that's how it's going to be. I got your back. As long as you got mine. We're in this together. And if you don't believe me, like you said, seeing this, believing. well, I can show you better than I can tell you. And as you see right now, I'm about to teach you the game of the entertainment business the right way because many men have come to you because you can sing. They look at you as a pretty white girl, big booty, pretty face, big boobs, whatever. They look at you. And they look at you differently because they have an ulterior motive. My ulterior motive since day one was to basically get to know you personally, develop a relationship outside of Facebook and outside of friendship to see where it goes. Because yes, my star was rising, but did you think I was going to leave you behind? Hell no. That would be fucked up. I was not going to leave you in the dust where nothing came to you that's bullshit now that i have everything that i want and i'm content with everything that i want and everything that i'm getting now yes it is my job to make sure that you get yours and then some i told you how this game is going to work you want to learn this game i'm going to do the jay-z and beyonce method basically i've already blown up so i'm gonna step aside and i'm gonna let you blow up But I'm always going to be there two steps behind to make sure that everything is right. So you won't be alone. They always say, you may be in business for yourself, but you're not by yourself. And the only way that I can do this, the only way I could, can do this, and the only way that I could was basically go and see a therapist last year during this pandemic virtual sessions and some in-person sessions and basically Check my fucking ego at the door because my mental health was ruined A lot of things for me and I recognized it And I think my mental health ruined What we were trying to build And I apologize for that Danielle I'm trying to do better. I'm just a man whose intentions is good. So, Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood.
1: I'm so cold. Feels like I'm getting old. Cause I haven't seen you in so long. So long. long. And it's really hard for me. I'm going crazy. Don't know how much longer I can stay strong. Stay Stay strong. You're, the man. you're the man. What do we do when you're somebody? Else? about the way you look at me It makes me weak It's like you know exactly what I like It's like you know the perfect words you say It's like you know exactly what I need me, kissed me That night you kissed me Kissed me That night you kissed me Kissed me I could feel something inside, baby it felt so right You bring me so much bliss I could feel something inside, baby it felt so right I can't take this, nobody compares to you Nobody compares to your kiss It's something about the way You tease me You please me Unleash me It's something about the way You act around me It makes me Weak It's like you know exactly what you know the perfect words you say, you say. It's like you know exactly what I, what I need I wanna be with you every day I want you to know how much you mean to me You're all that I ever wanted in a man. man I want you to know you make me feel so good So good. Come so good. get me as fast as you can that, that you kiss me That night you kissed me Kissed me That night you kissed me Kissed me That night you kissed me Kissed me I could feel something inside, baby it felt so right You bring me so much bliss I could feel something inside, baby it felt so right I can't take this Nobody compares to your kiss Nobody compares to your kiss Nobody compares to your kiss the flip-flop, flip-flop flip-flop and never have i met a man like you everything you do for me is brand new you surprise me always satisfy me everything you do to me so brand new but the downfalls by banging on your window. I really can't deal. I need you to keep it real. Be real with me. but you need to stop. Stop with the flip flop. Flip flop, flip flop, flip flop. Flip flop. Stop with the flip flop. Flip flop, flip flop, flip flop. Stop with the flip flop. Hey, all
0: entertainers. This is Petty Murphy here on the Petty Murphy Project. If you guys are looking for quality, great work for your social media, for your music, your blogs, you need logos for your business and everything else, hey, contact my guys at Cloudy Productions um, on Facebook and get your services done. These guys do great work. You get free consultation via email or direct message on Facebook. They'll help you out with your marketing strategy, your target advertisement your social media influencer team, and much more. So go to Cloudy Productions. Go to Contact at gmail.com and get your work done. They have a special going on as we speak. I'm Petty Murphy, and I approve this message.